Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, June 7th, 2019. I'm Rich Straffolino. Maine Governor Janet Mills signed the Act to Protect the Privacy of Online Consumer Information into law. Under the law, ISPs cannot refuse service, charge fees, or offer discounts to customers in order to pressure them to allow the ISP to sell their data. The law also requires explicit consent from customers to sell their personal data by the ISP. The law takes effect as of July 1st. The Wall Street Journal reports that AT&T's Warner Media is discussing bundling HBO, Cinemax, and Warner Brothers TV and movie libraries into a streaming service priced between $16 and $17 a month, according to sources. Previously, the company had discussed a three-tiered streaming approach, with the lowest-priced tier offering movies, a middle tier that added original content to that, and a top tier with additional licensed content. AT&T had previously announced the service will debut in the U.S. as a beta in Q4 2019 ahead of a Q1 2020 general rollout, and CEO Randall Stevenson stated that pay TV subscribers to HBO would get the service for free. The FCC voted unanimously Thursday to let carriers block robocalls by default. The FCC also voted to move forward on a proposed rule requiring carriers to adopt the shaken-slash-stirred caller ID authentication system if they don't voluntarily adopt it themselves by the end of the year. The rule doesn't require carriers to turn on robocall blocking by default and also doesn't require these services to be free to consumers. Huawei signed agreements with MTS Telecom to develop 5G networks in Russia over the next year. MTS said it expects the pilot launch of 5G networks in Russia starting later this year. China granted 5G licenses to state-owned telecoms China Mobile, China Unicom, and China Telecom, as well as state-owned broadcaster China Broadcast Network. The telecoms have planned commercial deployments of 5G service in China for 2020. Telecoms in the UK, US, and South Korea have already started offering 5G services in limited areas. The Financial Times reports that, according to sources, Google executives have asked US officials to make it exempt from the export ban on Huawei. Google argued that the ban would not allow it to update Android, forcing Huawei to create a modified fork that would have more bugs and more likely to eventually get hacked, leading to national security concerns. Facebook announced it will no longer allow Huawei to pre-install its apps on the company's smartphones, including WhatsApp, Instagram, and the core Facebook app itself. Apps already installed on existing devices will continue to work and receive updates. Following the leaked press release, we have full details on the Google Stadia launch. The service will launch in November in 14 countries as a Founders Edition. You'll pay a one-time fee of $129.99 and get a Stadia controller in limited edition Night Blue, a Chromecast Ultra, three months of the service at no extra cost, and a three-month Buddy Pass. You'll also get first crack at your Stadia name. After the three months, the service will cost $9.99 a month. Streams for Founders will be in 4K at 60 frames a second with HDR and 5.1 surround sound. The service will be launched with at least 31 titles that must be purchased separately. Prices will be set by the publishers. However, Stadia Pro subscribers will get discounts on games and occasional free games starting with the free Destiny 2. Devices supported at launch are Chromecast Ultra, the Chrome browser, and the Pixel 3 and 3a. Sometime in 2020, subscribers will be allowed to sign up for the Stadia Pro without the Founders Edition. The free 1080p Stadia base tier will launch also sometime in 2020. 
Google recommends 10 megabits per second down for 720 and 60 frames per second and 35 megabits per second down for the full experience, all of which will work on Wi-Fi and Ethernet, but not cellular. An algorithm developed by scientists at Stanford University, the Max Planck Institute for Informatics, Princeton University, and Adobe lets a user alter text in a transcript in order to change what a person in an accompanying video says. The algorithm learns a speaker's characteristics from the original video and creates a model for the speaker's head to attempt to replicate movements and speech. Right now, the algorithm needs at least 40 minutes of video for training. Google says it will acquire the data analytics company Looker, the first major acquisition since former Oracle exec Thomas Curian took over as CEO of Google Cloud back in November. It's Google's fourth biggest acquisition ever behind DoubleClick, Motorola, and Nest. Looker analyzes data across multiple cloud services from multiple companies like Salesforce, AWS, Oracle, and Microsoft Azure. Similar competing services to Looker include Microsoft Power BI and AWS QuickSight. Google has a need to offer these kind of services in order to gain market share in cloud business, where it's generally considered number three. Curian had previously said he wants to hire more salespeople and target retail and financial industries. HTC began offering its enterprise VR headset, the Vive Eye Pro, in the U.S. after already offering it in China and Europe. The headset offers OLED screens with a 2880 by 1600 resolution per eye, supports Toby eye tracking, and foveated rendering, which prioritizes GPU rendering depending on where your eye is focused. The device comes with two hand controllers and two tracking base stations, starting at $1,599. And finally, Instagram added the ability to display song lyrics on story videos linked to media playing through a music sticker. Lyrics can appear in a variety of styles, including a traditional karaoke teleprompter, a typewriter, or a billboard-style font. The feature is available wherever Instagram Music has already launched. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.